0: Welcome, everyone, to Maddie's Chat Show podcast. I hope you're ready for the next installment. I hope you have a cup of tea and a nice piece of cake. If not cake, a biscuit. And relaxed and ready to listen. hello hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Maddie's Chat Show. I hope you're doing well today. I hope you've got a nice cup of tea or a nice soft drink, a nice piece of cake or a piece of fruit. You know, let's think about the summer's coming so we've got to look after our bodies right now, don't we? You know, trying to get back into them bikinis or just trying to get back in them clothes we haven't been able to get into for a few months. Uh That's like what I'm going with. (laughs) so i've got a wonderful quest called sam sam is a beautiful lady she um i've been talking to her only you know, only over the last couple of weeks uh we've been talking on clubhouse and um, we've been talking on like on instagram oh and she has really like inspired me definitely in many ways she doesn't know this but she has done um and she really helped one time when i couldn't sleep and she gave me some really a really nice technique that worked perfectly i slept like a baby and I slept through my alarm. So that's not, that's really good. So I think that's something. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you for having me.
1: <laughs> and it's nice to know that that tip works as well. Although I'm sorry you slept through your alarm.
0: <laughs> you know, Sam, I have to be honest. Someone else mentioned that as well. Um, I was listening to like another um, a podcast with some other people and they will talk about the deep breath and the square breath. And I was like oh my god, like, did they, you know, like, it was just, you know, you just hear heard. it, like, again, and I'm just like, wow, like, where's this coming you know, Like, <laughs> how does everyone know this, and I don't know this? <laughs> 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 so I was, that's, what, that's another thing as well, it was just, you know, the coincidence of, like, you don't know who these people, what you, there was no way you would ever, can. you know, there was not, you're all opposite. But you both said exactly the same thing of a way of how they dealt with trying to get to sleep.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: this person, you know, it was a guy, it was a guy as well, it comes from, a, you know what I mean? From a guy. And you know, like, you know, something, it was nice to hear that a guy was like, no, no, we're doing this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And this guy was like a manly man. i call him a manly man. <laughs> Does that make sense? It's yeah, totally. to say that, But, you know. and. And it was just refreshing that someone else, you know, that was like they didn't want to do go down the normal route of you go to the doctor, they give you a sleeping pill, and then that route, you know. He's like, no, try mm-hmm. deep And This is what I've tried. It's helped me sleep, and I, you know. And he was saying this is other guests on his podcast,
1: and I was mm-hmm. like,
0: well, you know, people, are going, down. <laughs> so people are going down there, aren't they? They're going down this road of uh, um, looking at alternatives.
1: Yeah. I think, I think it's been sort of on the cards for a few years now, like the whole word wellness has become uh, this kind of like buzzword over the last few years. And certainly over the last 12 months, what with coronavirus, it really, I think, cruelly demonstrated just how our health really, really needs to be. Of the utmost importance to mm. all of us um and i mean the wellness industry is like a trillion dollar global industry it, it's huge and it is all about prevention over a cure and in the west i think especially we've really um oh, my, my tea didn't make me tea. <laughs> in your posh tea in your teacup know, and saucer i've got like, my
0: and everything I, you know, I don't put my pinky up though. My pinky oh, don't go up. It well and it's and it isn't like a classic small one. It's huge. It's like you can see <laughs> my cup of tea. I tell you that I love them. <laughs> and I'm oh, a Yorkshire girl. I, I,
1: I'm, I say, I'm not from Yorkshire, but I have Yorkshire. Got me a Yorkshire tea. Yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> We're Yorkshire girls. I mean, Yorkshire tea, God, yeah. Like, nothing else compares, really. No. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think in the West, we've really become disconnected, and conventional medicine really took over. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. It absolutely has its place. But the issue that I have with it is it's all about addressing the symptoms as opposed to trying to find out what the root cause is. Mm-hmm. And so do you ever really um, overcome what it is you're trying to address if you're only really addressing the symptoms? Um, So the whole thing with wellness in general is it's about prevention over a cure. However, I do think that there is a need for conventional uh, medicine and science to find a synergy with what, what we would probably refer to as complementary therapies Uh um you know more traditional uh eastern Uh therapies if you like there's definitely a need for that synergy because there's now there's been so much science that has been done to back up these things that for a long time people just thought were a bit woo woo and a bit fluffy you know dark magic they're witches and all that exactly Exactly. exactly you know and there's there's now the science backing it up. So, so I think we'll start to see that integration a bit more. which yeah.
0: is good. No, no, I agree with that. So, you know, you, you used to be in the corporate world though, didn't you? In the wellbeing world, you know, so tell us, a little, you know, we'd love to know a bit, you know, we've talked a little, touched about it, but tell us a little bit more about that. How, you know, cause you've progressed into a, a journey of spiritual, spiritual journey more and and the yoga not you know i'm not saying that generally i don't think that's negative neither no, but i'll say yoga i mean you've gone on a spiritual journey because mm-hmm. from the different things you're going on um you're learning all the time there's different parts that you're learning aren't you so it isn't you know you started on the yoga but then there's more to it there's a lot more mm-hmm. to what i know there is um but you know you've gone from the corporal classic not a <laughs> corporal classic. To the uh, to the uh, let's see how we're going to cope you know onto the self development and um, learning to live off the earth kind of way
1: now (laughs) yeah and you know it's really funny because I I actually knew when I was about thirteen what I wanted to do with my life I knew that I wanted to be a beauty therapist so I did my research and I knew what I needed to do with my GCSEs um, and I knew what I needed to get into. Uh, college uh, and do beauty therapy mm-hmm. so I, I did that, and I, I actually got myself a little um part time job I, you know, every Saturday I worked in a clinic of alternative therapy as it, as it was called back then, okay. which was all like remedial massage physiotherapy, that kind of stuff mm-hmm. so it really was that you know complementary uh therapies, if you like, very holistic, mm-hmm. and that was my kind of uh entry into the wellness industry and i that was all i ever wanted to do i just wanted to be a beauty therapist and i just wanted to help people feel good about themselves and i did that for a few years and then i went back to college uh down in chichester and I thought, you know what? I wanna teach, I want to go into teaching. So I did and I went into teaching and I did that for about six years and I left teaching um to go into corporate beauty. Mm-hmm. So I ended up I, I I think I lost my way a little bit, you know, of my my purpose because I think I got pre-seduced <clears throat> by the opportunity to earn lots of money. <laughs> oh yes. Which I think happens to a lot of people when you yeah. sort of in the twenties, right? Yeah. Um, I feel like it. This is more common than I realized. From mm. all people I speak to, I'm, I'm like, oh, that happened to you as well, then. Um, so I ended up in corporate beauty for about seven years. So, um, working for different brands. Uh, and and I loved it, but I, I kind of knew, when I went into corporate beauty, it wasn't going to be my forever thing I mm. kind of knew there was something more I wanted to do but I just wasn't sure what it was um so it was just kind of like waiting you know biding my time and then about about two years ago it was like someone flipped a switch and overnight I was like I can't do this anymore this is really not making me happy at all and what actually
0: the question I ask, is it because like people are sometimes fake in that industry in in, in the corporate world? It just comes sometimes it comes across like that. Do you know what I mean? It's like
1: they're not as like, There's a lot of ego. There is a lot of it. ego. Okay, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. a lot of ego. And uh, people might not like me for saying this at all. Um, who you know who are, are still in that industry and that's fine, but there is a lot of ego, and I I found myself about three years ago feeling like I was on the outside looking in, mm-hmm. and I felt very disconnected. Um, so is it is there a lot of two facedness? I think I think that's it in all industries. I don't mm. think that's just exclusive to what I was in, but there was def there is a lot of ego mm-hmm. and. And so with that, yeah, comes some other negative crap as well, really. Mm-hmm. Um and and it just wasn't serving me. And I was just like, I need to get out, but I don't really know what I want to do. What like what what else can I <laughs> do? <laughs> um and then I I decided to retrain as a yoga teacher. Um and before I so I, I decided uh, a year earlier to um retrain as a yoga teacher so i started this time last year literally the 14th of march last year was my first day on the course wow yeah Um, but then in the meantime i also trained to be a pilates teacher uh trained in pop pilates and i just pilates yeah oh my god it's so much fun so it's like pilates but it's like it's all choreographed to like, oh, pop music. So like loads of fun look loads of fun I love it um and um and I, it just I didn't know what I was going to do with it I just you kind of just think well I'll become a yoga teacher I'll I'll teach other people yoga and I've come to realize it all boils down to that thing that I said years and years and years ago. I just want to help other people feel good about themselves. Mm. That's literally, if that's all I do with the rest of my life, that's, that's like mm-hmm. my medicine. That's all I need. No, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. ah, that's Oh, that's great. Wow. So, um, <clears throat> do
0: you know, I'm going to go back to the pop one, the pop. pop. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like, You know, so you know, the way I see pop, they don't do dance, oh, a bit dance, you know, a bit of jiggly. In it. Yes, so
1: it's so basically it was created by this uh this girl in america called cassie Howe, mm-hmm. and um she was a pilates teacher herself and she just started to try and make it a bit more fun so she started posting on uh youtube and she would do like challenges to like pop songs so like back in the day like carly ray Jepsen, taylor swift like mm-hmm gangnam style like she even did a gangnam style like pop challenge hilarious um so you know we're talking like sort of early uh, it was mid mid 2000s mm-hmm. um yeah so about 10 years ago and um she like it just exploded for her her youtube channel is like the number one uh, female fitness youtube channel in the world mm. um so she's more affectionately known as blogger lattes because she started out with a blog about pilates mm-hmm. um and basically you just follow along with these movements all to pop music and it's all about strengthening your core and your powerhouse. So Pilates is all about strengthening the powerhouse, which is your core muscles, which is your abs, your lower back muscles and your glutes, Mm -hmm. because that's where your movement emanates from, from the rest, for the rest of your body. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you have a strong powerhouse, you have a strong body because obviously that's where all your digestive organs are as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And obviously again, when we think about our gut, um, like 70% of our immune system is in our gut. Um, so again, it's all about that healthy gut, healthy digestive system, healthy powerhouse, healthy body. And it's it's the mind-body connection. So it's very, very focused and controlled and purposeful movements, mm-hmm. but done in time, in rhythm to music. So you could argue there's a little bit of bar inspiration in there you know like Uh bar classes um but it's just fun it's fun you don't even know you're working out like i i do you can do like a 30 minute workout and there's eight tracks so before you know it you're halfway through and you're like oh my god i've only got like four tracks left and then and then you're like doing your flexibility training like your your last track mm. is your cool, essentially your cool down so really you've only and your first tracks your warm up, so you've only really got six tracks in 30 minutes of a workout and it's just fun it's fun, you, fun. fun. you don't even know you're working out
0: well <laughs> look into that one that one does sell fun definitely that's you know. right. um but like a bit more like <clears throat> I don't I don't know much about yoga. If I'm truthfully honest, I've got a mm-hmm. few friends that I have, have did a new yoga course. I know mm-hmm. about the dog. Is it the dog?
1: Down
0: dog. Downward Down dog. facing dog. Yeah. You know, know that one. Um, I think that's you what. Know,
1: that's <laughs> it.
0: And the moment you up, you kind of like you look like a star, but you're not a star. Does that make sense? That one on the side,
1: that that thing. Oh, like a like a, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, like a side plank kind you of. No, I mean like,
0: yeah. what I yeah. said, <laughs> I just know. I look at them and go, mm hmm. Mm-hmm. You know,
1: so I think yoga's really been kind of bastardized here in the West. That's, That's what, what I mean, think.
0: yeah. So, like, yeah, it really has.
1: Um, it's so much more than what we think it is, and it's so much more than what we see on Instagram, you know. The, yes. the pretty yes. poses, mm-hmm. but let's face it, the poses that are just utterly ridiculous that we look at and go, How? Um usually the girls who do that are um ex-gymnasts, um, and you can probably, I would bet a lot of them are hypermobile as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, which is obviously not great for the joints, and they'll tell you that themselves.
0: But you hypermobile, know, so, what is that? Is
1: that like um so it's where you're it's um you know, like double jointed.
0: Okay. Uh-huh.
1: Uh-huh. Remember that? Yeah, basically it's it's the correct term for double jointed if Oh, like. okay. Um, yeah. Mm. So, it's not great because it puts a lot of strain on like ligaments and tendons which keep the bones and the muscles all connected. Yeah. So, if you're hypermobile, it's not great. Mm. Um, you know, and as I say, like anyone who is hypermobile will tell you that themselves. But yoga is so so much more like it's a, it's an entire philosophy. It's mm. Over 5,000 years old. Um, it's rooted um, very much in uh, the Hindu tradition. Um, and the pretty poses or shapes that mm-hmm. you see on Instagram, the shapes that we do on our mats, they are literally one part. So um, to keep it really simple, a good starting point is to understand that there are um there are eight limbs of yoga, if you like. Mm-hmm. Um so you've got uh, there was a man called uh, Patanjali who um you have the Yoga Sutras, oh sorry, Yoga Sutra, um, and they are it is called the eight-limbed path, if you like. So mm-hmm. there's these different, these eight um codes if you like ethics mm-hmm. for us to live by so you've got your yama which are um external and you've got your niyama which are internal so and it's you can't have one without the other so your starting point is uh your yama and mm-hmm. that is we start in there we've got um we've got let me think uh, one, two, three, four, uh five so you've you've got um You've got in your yama, for example, um, ahimsa, which is non violence. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and your yama and your niyama are just two of these eight limbs. So then from your yama and your niyama, so obviously we've got ahimsa, which is non violence. And then from that, we can build on with satya, which is truthfulness, and so on and so forth. So you've got like non stealing, you've mm-hmm. got. Uh, unity um so it 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 builds up and then somewhere along the line you've got yoga asana which is postures shapes Mm -hmm. so it's the shapes that we make on the mat are a very small part of the whole philosophy of yoga because it's about it's about our code of ethics um, how we treat ourselves how we treat other people around us how we interact with the world around us it's about our breath pranayama or life force it's about um, it, it's about it's about unity so the word yoga um, it, it, it means uh, yoke or unity so it's okay. about it's mm-hmm. about that unity with uh, between, say, our mind, body, and our soul, but also collective unity as mm-hmm. well. And I- I'm literally, keep, like... I'm making this very, very simple and I'm probably not doing it anywhere near as much justice as it needs in terms of the explanation. For me,
0: the simpleness Um, is brilliant. I've got this. It's kind of a bit more better understanding than I did before. Because I, you know, I'm going to be honest. It's like when I do look at, you do look at Instagram and look at any kind of thing like that. It is kind of like you're looking at, it's just like, oh, it's about the body and how the Yeah, and it's really hard and it's that's what the message is as about you about the flexibility it gives you better flexibility a bit more better on your core, and it will help with your soul make you fit you, know, you know but that's what like if you even even if you look at movies and you look at other stuff that's the kind of expression they're giving like um, if someone needs to go on a street go on a yoga trip. you know it's not and
1: who? So, and also think about it. So, when you, so you just explained something really uh, crucial there. You know what you see when you look at examples of yoga is the message you get is it's about a bit of a de stress, but it's about how your body looks and it's about uh, your flexibility. None of those things have anything to do with yoga. So, I'm going to ask you when you when you look, say, at yoga. On Instagram, for example, mm-hmm. what type of body do you see? What does it look like? well it's
0: I'll be honest
1: I'll be
0: honest so basically it's um when I really looked into the yoga, it was this oh american lady she is um same you know i'll say she's black she's black very uh bigger you know she's a very you know plus size okay. Mm-hmm. And that's when I looked in a bit more because she kind of blew the world into that. Because showing that, like, what but was before, her name? I can't remember. remember her name, is I have to look it up. Oh, I've got a feeling I know who was it. Yeah, Stanley? yeah, I think I, I think so. I need to double check on that. well yeah. then, like, before that, it was kind of not being really a classic. This is me, you know, a white kind of middle yeah. class, yeah, basically a size you know, I don't know, 10 downwards or middle bit, yeah. you know. Um, they had all the time in the world. This is yeah. the impression. I'm just telling you, yeah. you've me an impression. No, you're, you're bang on. All the time in the world, you know, so they do yoga one day, you they do lunch after yoga, and then in the evening, they, they go out for a nice meal on the husband, all dressed up, and look great. So that's what it looked like then, and then you've got this other lady that popped in, and was like, oh, actually, changed the complete look of it. And
1: actually... Mm-hmm.
0: Actually, even I can do this, and I'm like, you know, I'm a plus, I'm a little bit of a plus, I'm a plus lady, you know, I've got big boost, big bum. Do you know what I mean? And then, like, we thinking... can, but then she, 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 that when she came about, she flipped it for everyone in the terms of like, it isn't a white class, middle class thing.
1: You're totally right. So, this, and this is the problem, right? This is what I mean when yoga has been like massively bastardized in the West because mm. traditionally, yoga wasn't even practiced by women it was only wow. men so if you if you go to India so the, the home uh, if I remember rightly and anyone who's listening who knows about this more than I do because my knowledge is still very new I'm still massively learning mm. will absolutely call me out on this um, and rightfully so um but the home, if I remember rightly, of yoga is Rishikesh in India, um, traditionally practiced by men only, not women. Um, and they, they and this is a very crude uh, description, but um, they would literally give up all of their worldly possessions. Mm-hmm. They, they, and they would sit for hours, um, like on the Ganges, They'd just sit all day and meditate and and that is you know the the shapes again the whole the the workout aspect of it which Mm. is not true not a um it's not a workout is such a small part of it because the whole goal of yoga is to reach a state of samadhi liberation which is that even possible who knows Mm -hmm. right um, because we have to we have to do all of the other limbs to get there and we have yep. those things this giving up all your worldly possessions giving up you know <laughs> for me I'd have to give up my husband my dogs my You're family everything give it all up give it wow. all wow. up. right to follow the true path mm. of yoga right um so for it to then become this thing of white skinny middle-class women with all the time in the world mm. doing making shapes on a mat that's like well let's call it what it is it's cultural appropriation right It's yeah. not right yeah no. um so it has been massively bastardized in the west now i'm I'm glad that there are more and more people now who are becoming, I suppose, yoga almost like uh, influ- I hate that word, influencers on Instagram because they mm. are showing a different version of what yoga can look like for everyone of all different shapes, sizes, colours, abilities. Right. Yeah. So you know, you say how you you would have thought you thought initially, well, yoga's not for me because they're all skinny middle class white women, yeah, right? Honestly, yeah, right. But how about the people who are disabled who can't even get into that yoga studio to begin with? Mm. Do you see what I mean? Mm. Like, there's like it, it it opens up a whole can of worms. Oh, yeah, I never thought um, of that. Yeah. right so you're totally right it's, it became totally exclusive like this thing that only the rich you know could do mm. and it's ridiculous basically utterly ridiculous so it's good that there's more and more people now who are uh, becoming more and more well known more and more popular thanks to social media who do not who are not middle class <laughs> white skinny girls you
0: know? No, no, um, no. That's true. I really do uh, believe that's a good thing. I think it's, um, and as I said with the with the lady, I will find her name. Um, We've heard. When when you watch her, she does, like, the video that you watch her do her yoga, like, the yoga or the stretches she does, things like Mm -hmm. that. And she uses, like, you know, the little um, blocks to help the stretch and blah, blah, blah. The reality Mm -hmm. of, like, of showing what it is like, um, and then she does, like, oh, she might want a treadmill. And it's kind of, like, makes you look at it, the health and world, in a different way. Because Mm -hmm. if you look at it overall, we're kind of told you have to be... um, once again, I'm just saying like I was i I'm a black looking in this world because like I was brought up and I thought like you had to be a size skinny. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? The well being world, you have to be the skinny girl, really well not skinny. When I say skinny, I'm saying like from ten, size ten downwards again. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have any boobs, that's what it feels <laughs> like. You don't have boobs. You're supposed to have long legs, but if you're short you're you're, you're really buggered. Um, yeah. you know, and that's the kind of the well-being world looked like at the time, you know, and then you you, you you had to be like you had a bit of money and all of that, but the well-being has kind of changed in its way of like actually you'll see people from all different mm. literally backgrounds mm. come are showing that actually, yeah, you might be um a plus and you've got, and you might change you know your body your body might not be able to because actually you've got other illnesses but you don't know about them. Yeah. you know because yeah. some people do what are the reason why they're, they're in.
1: absolutely so. and i think as well there's there's it it comes down to the fact as well that wellness wellness looks different on everyone so first of all wellness in itself um as a result of it becoming such a buzzword and yes. you know a thing yeah. it was becoming um or it had become in itself quite elitist very elitist actually mm. um and, and again totally wrong because wellness is a basic human right it's mm. the inherent right of every single one of us mm. um you know and like i personally feel very strongly about three key things that should we should not be paying for and that is education um our national health, you know, our mm. NHS, we should be like doing everything we can to protect that. And our wellness, mm. like we should not be, we shouldn't have to pay for good quality education. We shouldn't have to pay for good quality um, access to, um, sorry, access to good quality wellness. Mm. We shouldn't have to pay for access to good quality healthcare. I, like those things are our basic human right. Mm. So The wellness thing, again, yeah, it it looks different on all of us. Wellness looks very different on me to how it looks on you because our bodies are completely different, Yeah, you know? And this whole mindset of skinny equals healthy is so wrong because, right, look at Lizzo for a start. Like, that girl is strong and she's a machine Mm. and she's not skinny. But she is healthy, mm. right? I I I struggle to believe that that girl is not healthy because she, I've seen on her Instagram what she posts as her workouts. And I'm like, shit, you're healthy. Like you are healthy, mm. but you're not skinny. So it looks different on all of us. Mm. And you know, the, we need to like, people need to wrap their heads around that. Of course, Un, being unhealthy is not good for us. But unfortunately, we equate unhealthy with being overweight. And yeah, I think if you're a white person, as in, yeah, I mean, I'm gen, oh, sweeping generalization here. So again, excuse me, but I do feel that Europeans do not fare well being Overweight. I mean, no one. Yeah, mm, maybe that's not right to say. Actually, well, well I just say as well. I think um, we need to like really rethink like yeah, our yeah. mindset on what is healthy and what isn't, because the whole skinny equals healthy, overweight or you know bigger equals unhealthy is not right. So actually, yeah, like I'll uh, yeah I'll retract that. It, it's it it. Sk- healthy looks very different on all of us do you know what i mean completely um what i was going to say is that actually generally we are
0: as a um, generation mm. and much much generation are much bigger than if you went back 100 years yeah we because we you beat people like what do you mean we're heavier we're heavier if you look back at many years of the of the people, they didn't have what we have. We, we tried going on a healthy road, but like a lot of our food is, we have food that's processed, but we are trying to, you know, we're yes. doing the best to eat healthy, but mm. we're making food more, like we need, we mean to make the food more of and quicker of. Mm. So in some ways, we don't know really, you know, like, you go, oh, we've got a potato, say, like, really healthy. You've got an apple, you've got the fruits, okay, mm-hmm. but they need to make them faster. Mm. as well because we are getting more like demanding as well as humans we want this now so mm. when they're making it faster sometimes they're adding stuff we don't know if they are if they aren't do you know what I mean mm. I think the meat uh, over time the just kind of has directed the way we're gonna go with it though
1: hasn't it yeah, yeah yeah completely completely and I think I think you're right like I look at my grandparents and you know they would have um you know meat say once once a week because mm meat was a luxury for a star. you didn't have they, like my grandparents didn't have like access to things like mcdonald's you know they, they <laughs> were like um, you know they they were they were like in the war do you know what i mean so you know they were living on like rations meat was a luxury you had it once a week if you were lucky and now people are having people are eating meat fruit and I'm just using that as an example. But they're having meat and processed foods for every meal of the day, which yeah. is crazy. Mm. You know, and and I find it weird as well when like grown-ups say to me, "I don't like vegetables." I'm like, "What? Well, what do you eat? <laughs> yeah.
0: What do you eat? <laughs> I don't know." Yeah. um that it is a quite a surprise, isn't it? Even to me and, and stuff. I don't like vegetables and things. And I was just like, but the McDonald's, do put lettuce in there. <laughs> 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 Sorry, that it's under the kind of
1: thing. What your
0: five a day. <laughs> <laughs> I try and grab, like, I think another thing is about when people say, I don't I don't like this, I don't like things, it's like, okay, what do you like? And then when you really look at it, they eat something of it. Exactly. They're not knowing it's in it. Exactly. And when you have that conversation with them mm-hmm. and go like that is that is a, veg- that's a, a vegetable you
1: it's, know like it? it's like when people say i'm i'm cutting out carbs I'm like, yes but you are you going to eat fruit because carbs is in fruit like are you going to eat fruit well yeah well then you're going to eat carbs like uh, carbs are not the enemy <laughs>
0: i've been looking into kind of like um a bit more depth in of what's good for my body and stuff Mm -hmm. and it is about balance it's all about balance you can have everything you can have what you want it's balance and it is going back to the basis of preparing it yourself and i know like we hate that but it's a truthful thing it's preparing Mm -hmm. it yourself you know um and now, like I've been, you know, we've been at home, everyone's been at home on this kind of lockdown experience. Like it's I really getting kind of made me sit back. Mm-hmm. I of another reason I started to connect because of with different people around about how they look after their well being. For me, it's like I've looked, I didn't look at my food, I was like, you know, I'm fed up. Like, I didn't go to McDonald's that often anyway. I am one of these people going to McDonald's, we'll stand in the queue to get the food. It's always cold because it takes forever to make it. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm like, uh, you know, and even when I went to restaurants, I'd be like, I, I would sit there, and I, sometimes I would sit in that position where I could see the kitchen. You know, the light. You know, you see the oh, food yeah. sitting underneath the heat light, like. and I would yeah. sit there, and I would like, "There's my food," and I'd be waiting, going like, by the time that gets to me, it's gonna be just lukewarm." Mm. You know what yeah. I mean? like, I just got to a point, and I was like, "Okay, let's start making it yourself. Let's just start like making it yourself." You know, you're gonna like the flavors yourself. You know what? Yeah. You're gonna put in, and you can put extra veg or less veg. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So that's mm. another thing. Like when you can go to some restaurants, some meals just just shouldn't be. You know, one of them was like all in one, um, bar in one. I don't know if buy one's still gonna be going ahead after lockdown, but getting over I'm, I'm just generally saying. So we would go there for a meal, and it'd be like you get on the menu. It sounds like get, it's wonderful fruit. You get wonderful veg. It's like you know, rubying veg with this meat, blah blah blah. When it came to me, I was like. And it probably because i got a big appetite, I go like, this would feed a child. Mm. There wasn't enough veg. Do you understand? Like, it wasn't even one of my... F- it was like, well, not even a five a day, but they said it got this and it, that, and it. it wasn't enough mm. as well. Mm. So then when you look at it, I go, so that was processed, probably. We know that's processed, there's yeah. food and things. So when I look at now, it's like, I probably I eat more healthier now than I did
1: before. But that's good, right? That's good. Yeah that's really good but it's funny because I, I was talking to a friend yesterday who's a nutritionist and she said like we're we're so disconnected to our food here in the UK like she's from France originally mm-hmm. and I was like god you're so right we are like we're so there's such a disconnect here in the UK I think and I would probably say in America more so as well
0: yeah
1: <laughs> yeah we're just we are disconnected and it's almost as if people see cooking as like a chore i know i used to like i had to learn to cook i had to learn like everyone i had to learn to enjoy it as well mm. growing up like my mum my mum trained to be a chef so i had a very poor attitude as far as food was <laughs> concerned i was like i'm i don't need to help out in the kitchen because like i don't need to learn to cook mm because you you make great food for us like terrible attitude um and I just remember I literally remember saying to my mum as a teenager I'll learn to cook when I have to Mm -hmm. um and then I became a student and I had to learn how to cook (laughs) yeah (laughs) um and I did and I learned Mm. and I I wouldn't say I particularly enjoyed it but I do now I love cooking now I love it I love cooking from scratch um you know but i i just I, I do think that we we have become quite disconnected from our food, and it's too easy for us to get. Something, grab something quick on the way home. Like I know I'm guilty of that. Certainly when I was in my corporate job, mm. you know, I'd be working all hours, driving up and down the country. The last thing I would want to do, even though I knew I enjoyed it, mm. if I was tired, especially on a Friday night, mm. the last thing I would want to do is come home and cook a meal from scratch. So what would I do? Call up Matt on the way home. Do you want takeaway? I'll pick it up on the way home.
0: Do you mm-hmm. want tea?
1: Do you want pizza? Like, it's too easy. You well, know it's, it's changed
0: though. It's changed. It was too. It's been easy, but now it's changed, though. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, what I mean is, like, it's starting to change for people.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: As like you've just hard. said, you were corporate. Now you're going in a different kind of direction, spiritual blah blah. I'm not mm-hmm. saying I'm going down. A, um, with me, yeah, I'm going down a different road. I'm looking at things differently, and I yeah. think not being with, with this coat, with people being basically stopped. Yes.
1: Yeah. Stop
0: run, stop, like, running this fast-paced life. They've just been nicked yeah. stopped in this country now. Yeah. That yeah. people's had to learn, like, okay, number one, I need to have you know, lots of time. So a lot of people have learned mm. to cook, I think, a bit more, to it's the timing, isn't it? And actually when you get yeah. into it, it is that enjoyable time. It's that time when actually you'd be surprised, like even for me, I've been, I'm just saying for me, like when I cook, I put my, I might listen to like, I'm listening to a podcast as I was, do you know what I mean? Or mm-hmm. listen to music or I've listened to a book, you know? Well, I'm chatting away to someone while you're doing it
1: together. And that yeah. we didn't do, cause we just did not That's have it. the time we didn't think. It's almost like it became so insular, you Mm. know, Um, and you're right. I think the first lockdown, I think we all realized like, shit, I really needed to just stop because Mm. the way I was living was not good. It was not sustainable. And I definitely need, like, I I think for everyone on a personal level, I feel like everyone on some level just was like, I can breathe. Mm. You know, and I think obviously it's not good that it took for a global pandemic for us to have that realization, but obviously on some level that is what needed to happen. And Mm. it's been it's been horrible, let's face it. You know, we've people have lost people that they love, people have lost their businesses, their livelihoods. Like it's it's just terrible. terrible. Um, and it's
0: made people go back to basics at the same time has. because of that it has. you know it and, has. and and not and that's bad as you know like you know you got the pyramid what's um I call it the pyramid thing pyramid what's his name
1: oh Maslow
0: Maslow's pyramid I yeah. always think of that I go back to that every time of all the stages of it yeah, You know what I mean? Sometimes when you go, like, you know, the basics, the bottom, you know, the first one some of us have all got, you know, we've got a roof, lucky, blah, blah, blah. Some of us, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Then it's the other part. But what's happened now is that people's pyramids were, like, they thought was they were nearly there. has now gone back to, like, the basic one, the basic mm-hmm. level of, like, I just need to survive. Mm-hmm. How am I going to do that? You yeah. know, like learning the survival thing. Yeah. and and that's the process of like re it is about reassessing it's like yeah. you learn do i need all this
1: stuff that you know do i need all yeah. this? no i totally agree like i so i i, I was saying to you earlier i've um i've come off social media for this month i'm I'm addicted to Instagram, basically. I'm just going to say it. Okay. <laughs> so I've gone cold turkey and um, i decided I'm coming off because this is ridiculous. I'm literally wasting my time on there. Um, and I, I walked away from my corporate job because I knew I was heading for burnout. So I knew I needed to do something that would allow me to, yes, and earn, earn money so that mm-hmm. I could live and thrive, but also would give me back my time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I realised over the last twelve months because I I left my my last day at my corporate job was the thirty first of March, so we were a week into lockdown. <laughs> <And> <laughs> I, I left my my job, uh-huh. um, but you know that's fine. Um, and um and i've spent the last 12 months like still on this weird treadmill of i need to work i need to work i need to work mm-hmm. and actually what i'm giving myself now with with this next month is mm. no sam actually you need to work smarter not harder because for yeah. the last 12 months you've basically just been a busy fool um which actually has not um, all of that energy you've put out there into these different things like for example social media which is great but it's just a vanity yes. mm. um, you, it has not it hasn't given you back that mm. energy, that same level of energy or more that you've put into it so maybe you need to mm. get a bit of clarity on where to redirect your energies um, so I can't remember why I told you that but <laughs>
0: Yeah, just, I think uh, that's important as well, and I think that goes back to well-being, though, isn't it? Yeah. It mm. goes back to like um, I've taken. You have made a choice of taking a break from it to get mm. you because you know you were, you said you were, I was addicted. Like I need, yeah. you know I felt you your words. I was addicted, so mm. I decided to give it a month break, and then they were able to reflect about how to use it in a right way that's healthier and yeah. good for your well-being. Yeah. Mm. you know and that's the same with people look at Facebook you know sometimes you can be literally addicted to Facebook oh, completely.
1: Yeah. you know
0: and then you've got to go now I need a detox I need to detox yeah. off of that and just go and use it in a different you have mm. to do that I think it's it's for your well-being and your mental health completely, yeah, completely. you know like if you mm-hmm. spend the time you know on you know, look at, you know on Instagram going everyone looks like Everything's great, you know. We've all done it the past couple of weeks. You know, but oh, when I got engaged, all oh, of got a baby. Oh my yeah. God, you know, lost ten pounds. Oh, and then you look at yourself in the mirror and go, oh my God. You Absolutely, know?
1: yeah. And it's so weird. Like I, so I, I deleted. Uh, I mean, I've still got my accounts. So I just deleted the apps off my phone. Yeah. Um, and I did that on Friday night, and I'm like. I feel like my head's clearer. There's none of this like noise going on, you know, there's yeah. none of like, cause you, you know, it's like we go on the phone, we scroll and we compare ourselves. Like you were saying earlier, when you look at like, you know, yoga yeah. and you would look on Instagram and you would see this image that was not you. Yeah. So naturally comparison comes in and you, and then you end up and it's the same for everyone, you know, there's that comparison and then there's the feeling of self-doubt and self-worth and insecurity and all of the, just the crappy feelings. Mm. And it's just, it's white noise, like, you know, and I just feel like, oh, I feel like my head's clear <laughs> and it's only been like since Friday. It's amazing. And I felt that within literally hours of deleting these apps and it's I just yeah I I actively I mean maybe I'm totally new to there might be people listening thinking really is this the first time you've done this <laughs> yeah. you know maybe, maybe this is like a normal thing I don't know but um, yeah it's been a bit of a revelation for me anyway
0: <laughs> Do you know I did I think that's a, um myself I did that like yeah after the well years ago decided sometimes of what I do and it is like I don't have Facebook on my phone like I have to go through the no, the, thing, the app I have no app I have the Instagram mm. on because I do like it but only because I, I look for quotes instead that kind of stuff but I really limit myself how long I'm on, on it do you know what I mean mm. and another thing I learned is about it's okay to turn your phone off after five yeah, yeah. and I I know it's stupid I still have a house phone <laughs> Well, yeah. So if you so need, your right. need me, you can ring the house phone, like, because it's a phone still.
1: You to ring the mobile. Well, see, that's the other thing as well. Is like, <laughs> yeah, in my corporate job, I had, I had a work phone, I had a personal phone, and my work's phone was like, it's like I was constantly on call. I, I couldn't, I couldn't turn my work phone off. Mm. You know, it, it was like, but nobody, someone needs me. Let's have a bit of perspective, shall we? I was essentially selling face cream and you know body cream to to people. I, I wasn't doing brain surgery. No one was gonna die. So if I turn my phone off at <laughs> six o'clock in the evening and someone's like, oh my god, we've sold out. you know what? You can wait till tomorrow. It's really yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not the end of yeah. the world. Come on. It's just a bit of face cream love. You're you find off. Yeah, it went But you do, you, you you end up like in this weird distorted place of like Wah! and it's like it's not it's not rocket science, it's not Satan lives, it's you know. face cream and lipstick, you know? That's all it is. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear,
0: I <Okay>. know. Oh <laughs> so is there any really good books that you've been reading on this journey on this journey the last twelve yes. months that you've yes. been, Recommends me to have a, have
1: a look. Yes, so there is one, bear with me, which actually I think, so this one, I think everyone should read. This is called Yoga for Everyone. Oh, okay. For everybody. Yeah. okay. So this was, yeah, Yoga for Everyone. So it's 50 poses for every type of body. And oh, I love this. So this was written by a lady called Diane Bondi. She's American. And look. Um, <laughs> yeah. she's a Not a skinny white girl. No! There's nothing wrong with skinny white girls. I'm that's what I, I like, said yeah, to yeah, me am. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I essentially am a skinny white girl, so, you know, like... like and this is, this is clear, people listening? are like, oh my God, look, I'm not,
0: look, I'm a black... I don't hate I'm my gay, own skinny You white. know, African and Asian kind of, from a national background, African background. Yeah. And, you know, and I'm not being rude, it's kind of, when, that's what I saw when I, when I look, growing up, and what I see, what I saw, it wasn't like, I didn't see anyone like, that yeah, lady that was like me, you know someone like me and then and when I did it was Michael Jackson and he went white
1: so like I had no 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 really like <laughs> so like this book basically is all about inclusivity in yoga equity in yoga and she gives so many different variations. So let me give you an example, like this guy here is in a wheelchair. So you can see he doesn't have both of his legs. Yes. He can still do yoga, like come on now. Um, and you know, this, it's just, there's like different people in this book who are of different shapes, different sizes, different mm. genders, um, different abilities, different um, skin colors, and it's like, oh, Yoga really is for everyone. Who mm-hmm. knew? <laughs> um so that is a good book, Yoga for Everyone. I think that is good for people who are new to yoga. So for example, you know, you you said yourself yeah. you don't, mm-hmm. don't really know a lot of yoga, about yoga, know a lot about yoga, haven't really done it before. That is a good book, Yoga for Everyone by Diane Bondi. Mm-hmm. Um but also good for yoga teachers as well. If you want to um try to start to be much more inclusive in like your classes uh in your um language that you're using Mm -hmm. like i'll be honest i feel quite fortunate and i've learned in a time when um you know a lot of uh a lot of stuff happened in the last 12 months let's face it as well as the the global Mm -hmm. pandemic right and as a result of that you know the appropriation of yoga has become a real uh, in certainly for i would say certainly for everyone who who is in yoga if you like who knows about yoga who practices who teaches um you, you can't you can't really deny that it's become um like finally into everyone's consciousness mm-hmm. i feel i hope that's the right way to explain it um so I feel really fortunate that I learned to become a yoga teacher at a time when actually we were very much actively encouraged by our our teacher to have these conversations around cultural appropriation of yoga mm-hmm. um, and how we can be um, better better teachers and be more inclusive and make sure that, you know, we are using language that's non-hierarchical and is um is inclusive so so that is a, an amazing book I, I mean it's totally dog-eared it's i've only had it a few months and it's <laughs> totally dog-eared because i used it throughout all of my training so that's a good book okay. um yeah. another good book I would say if you want to get more into like the philosophical mm-hmm. um is a book by Susanna Barkataki um she's an American uh um now she her heritage is Indian so I think if I'm right she refers to herself as a Desi Indian um and she talks about like her book is called Embrace uh, Yoga's Roots so it's all about embracing the traditions of yoga so that's a good book again if you want to learn more about like the philosophical side and like um and really kind of get deeper into the cultural appropriation of yoga and which i think is a really good book to read um and then i also think another good book to read actually is um shoe dog by phil knight okay so he's the guy who created nike nike
0: um, sportswear nike we talking? Yeah, about okay. yeah
1: okay um so it, yeah it's his book and i mean i'd say it's very much he wrote it i get the feeling it's very much romanticized mm. um but it is a good book and it's very inspiring um and i think for anyone who is considering creating their own business it's a really really good book to just give you that kind of impetus to just get up and go Mm -hmm. because he like he overcame a lot of uh i suppose uh, a lot of obstacles Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. um and and obviously it's you know it's huge it's become a a major global Global, brand yeah definitely and it started out in his like his bedroom basically as a wow.
0: you know a young lad. So that's a good book as well. Okay, cool. Oh, no, I'll definitely go into those books. So like you know, one part of thing with me is that I do I love um, bags or handbags, and um, I have bags because like all different sizes because I carry. I carry everything, I do, I do carry everything. I carry baby wipes, I carry everything in I carry a book, do you understand? That's why I always ask, because I carry a book, you know, there's always times when you might need to read, so put, watch and tell you, or you're waiting for something, <laughs> I'm waiting. <laughs> um, but like, we always have handbags in our, you know, a handbag in our minds as well, I have a handbag in my head, in my head as well, I do. I'm a crazy woman. <laughs> what would you suggest that I carry in my handbag of life? I call it to keep me motivated, or some tip that I might be able to pull out that I can give someone else in my little hand from my handbag.
1: Okay, so I would definitely have a piece of fruit in my handbag for to snack on for a start. <laughs> um, what, fruit from, what fruit though? What fruit? What fruit? It depends. It depends on the time of year. So, like, I would say probably this time of year i'd probably go for like a banana but if it's summer i probably would want like some chopped up mango mango is such a summer fruit in it Mm. so yeah mango um but yeah it depends on the time of year but something that you can snack on just to keep you going so you don't end up reaching for like the chocolate and the crisps i guess not that they're bad but you know everything in moderation right balance Um,
0: (laughs) <laughs> They're talking about that at the time, and I'm like, I uh, you know, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and, and I fed to that chocolate bar, and I will be
1: accidentally eaten. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, um, and I think as well. So my like whole, my whole outlook on everything is, kiss, keep it super simple. Like that's my whole outlook for everything. Just keep it super simple. Because I feel like as humans, we love to overcomplicate things. We really do, right? And I know I'm guilty of this. Um, and I'm always trying to remind myself, just keep it super simple, Sam. Like, why are you overcomplicating this? Keep it super simple. Like right? less is more. You don't need to overcomplicate it, don't overthink it just keep it super simple. That's like the main thing. <laughs> That's brilliant. Actually. Yeah. No, yeah. But it's- and breathe and breathe. Just yeah. breathe. <laughs> like literally going back to the whole like wellness thing. Just breathe. Yeah. Like it's, it, 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 we take it for granted. We mm. do it every single day. We, I think we, if I remember rightly, we literally breathe like 20,000 cycles per day. Is mm. it per day? I think so. Per 24 hours. And we don't even know we're doing it. And we don't even do it properly. And it's like the best resource that we have instantaneous access to for free mm. that can change our entire mood our the way our body is feeling mm. it can change our mindset it can change how we sleep what how we how we react how we deal with such certain situations like yeah breathe <sighs> just breathe <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> oh sam it's been such a pleasure such a pleasure oh, having you me. on today um uh, you know I have learned a few. You know, I have learned a few stuff. Mm. Uh, I've learned more about about yoga. I'm definitely going to pick up the books and stuff. Yeah. And I'm definitely like that. The kiss, like that, is simple.
1: <laughs> yeah, that is
0: <laughs> simple and brave, Like because I have yeah. to admit, we all do forget that bit. So yeah. yeah, yeah. And can I just say as
1: well? I feel like I really need to say this. Um, I'm, uh, I have to say, I'm really sorry that I said earlier, like white girls should not be overweight. That was totally not a right thing to say. So I have to just say like, totally made a mistake there. I'm so sorry. Like I should not have said that, but I just have to put like, put that out there. Cause I, I would totally come away from this podcast. Like, Oh my God, I said something really bad. So I just have to apologize because I know that was not a, the right thing to say.
0: You know, look, this is a raw podcast. It's about talking as it is. like is. We're just talking like we would do. I'm sorry, yeah. you know. Um, I don't think, you know, I'm not going to make, even I know that I'm probably not going to make everyone happy of what I say in the podcast, but thank you very much, you know. And I apologise if I kind of come across saying like what, you see, I'm going to describe, I'm, a, I'm, you know, I'm a black woman. I can't, you like, <laughs> know, like, I'm black, white. I'm just saying as it is. So, yeah. but thank you very much, Sam. Um, everyone has their own opinion let's just leave it as that all I want is to have I feel great about what to do move forward in in with looking at yoga closely but mainly as well I know it's probably not yoga now I want to do pop I want to do the pop
1: (laughs) that's the thing every do you know whenever I speak to anyone about about yoga and pilates and the minute I mention pop pilates they're like what is this (laughs) what is this I need to know and I need to do it (laughs) And I'm like, but I also do these
0: things. And they're
1: like, but tell me about this. I'm <laughs> oh, so
0: sorry. Yeah, it's like, I am thinking about, oh, yes, I'm yeah, really got. I've got to, to go to one of your classes now. So I'm just so glad when you some of my class, oh, you can see, buddy's there. <laughs> Oh, it's been um, such a pleasure. Thank you so much again. Evening. We will we we, we get you back on in a, in a few I love How oh, the journey has gone.
1: Yeah.
0: And, and we'll discuss something. We, we'll, we'll probably have something else a lot more as well. Because we'll be yeah. back in the world, hopefully, by that point. You know, we'll be back in, out, yeah. outside. The, the, the parents have let me out.
1: The
0: parents have let me out. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> the parents have let me out. Like, I'm allowed to do other things. that'd be really cool so thanks once again thank you thank you um i want to say a big thank you for my listeners thank you so much for tuning into this episode of maddie's chat show um it's been a pleasure to have you on board this journey and i do bless you a wonderful day a wonderful evening or morning and i will speak to you on the next chat show goodbye